Hey, 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 y'all. Hello. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Haunted hellos to all. It is Abby and Daniela back this week for our Halloween special. Yes. Mm-hmm. So before we get started on the spooky stuff, um, you wanted to fill me in on your day. Yes, it has been a well, today's Thursday. Um, tomorrow will be a whole week since Sassy crossed the Rainbow Bridge. Mm-hmm. And to, so today I my dad's coming tomorrow to visit. Um, so I was like, well, I probably should clean. And then like Sassy's. Like, I haven't touched any of her. I hadn't touched any of her stuff. Like, I just left everything the way that it was. Mm-hmm. And um, I kept catching myself, like, checking if she was laying there. So, mm-hmm. and then, like, every time I would do it, I would, like, cry a little bit. So, I was like, okay, I need to stop. <laughs> so, Aww. I decided to pack up her stuff. And I also, like, didn't want the dogs... Every time they came in, they kept going and messing with the shit, and I would get pissed. So I was like, okay, that needs to mm. stop as well. Yeah. So um, I packed up her stuff today, and as I was packing up her toys, I heard knocking on the wall that has that my altar is up against. And I have, like, mm. a mini altar with my grandma's picture on it and, like, a bunch of her stuff. So as I'm like mid taping the box, I hear that knocking and I look up and me and my grandma's eyes like connect. And for some reason, I took that as her telling me like, like she was like, hey, hey, it's okay, Mika. Like she's here with me. Oh my gosh. The fucking waterworks. Like I literally ugly cried for like an hour after that. But oh. then, I, like, I'm thinking, I'm like, what, what the fuck was that knocking? And I think it was the dogs outside. Oh, <laughs> but in your yeah. heart, that's what you needed. Like, a little, yeah. like, it's going to be okay. You're doing good. Yeah, Aww. So I just thought what it was a funny. Special moment. It was like, <gasps> instantly. Yeah, it was like instant. A ghost. <laughs> <laughs> well, was, the spirituality is very strong. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised either way. Yeah, that's true. But if it does make you feel better, then that's the perfect way to look at Mm -hmm. that moment. Yeah, I think so. How cute. Well, little sassy. She is so precious. She is probably rolling her eyes like, okay, here they go again. recording." Yeah, I'm like (laughs) 5,000% sure. Um, She, whenever, everyone kept telling me that like, the process was like super slow like they like i don't know it everyone just made it seem like it was like that they fought against like the anesthesia or like the medicine and like all this shit and i was like mm. oh it's gonna be so sad like she's gonna look at me like confused like what the fuck but mm-mm. Yeah. i i was i spent most of the i think it was like 45 minutes that we were there but i spent most of that time just with her and then um, they had to do, like, the anesthesia first. Like, they'd put mm-hmm. her catheter in her, on her arm. Mm-hmm. And then we wrapped her up and in her blanket. And uh, they were like, okay, we're going to give her the anesthesia. We're going to flush. And then we're going to give her the medicine. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, they gave her the anesthesia. And I that was the 
the point where I thought she was just going to be like looking around like, what's happening? Why do I feel this way? <laughs> she, They gave her the anesthesia and she instantly, instantly fell asleep. Like she laid against, she like fell back against mm-hmm. my chest and instantly fell asleep. And I, I guess that was better, obviously, because I would have fucking mm-hmm. lost my shit if she would have looked at me like, what is happening? But mm-hmm. um, she also couldn't see, so I think that helped because she really didn't understand what was happening. Uh, but she didn't look scared or confused or anything. She was just like, okay, why are we here? <laughs> um, but she fell asleep, and then they flushed the medicine at that medicine through and then they gave her the medicine to put her down and was it pink? literally it all happened in like the blink of an eye i was like oh my god like it was all over she literally that happened all within a minute because at the end of that minute is when she she checked her heartbeat and she was like okay she's gotten and i was like that was it it was very quick it was so quick i was like what the fuck did you feel relieved a little bit that it was a that little way. bit, but then it started to freak me out. Like they were like, you can hold her as long as you want and all this stuff. But it started to freak me out. Like, I think I was also like, my anxiety was like making it worse, but uh, yeah. we could get her eyes to close. And then I real, I was like, I'm just holding a dead dog. And I started to freak out. Oh, <laughs> Danielle. Shit. Yeah. I was really, I was like, okay, I go knock on the door and tell Jessica and Eman were with me and they were like, they were like oh god oh god what are we like she's about to like freak out so yeah yeah but yeah so they took her from you and no they told me um to to lay her on the table and then i i just had to leave but i oh my god i was like and so i had to pick her up off my chest and put her on the table and it literally reminded me of like all the times where I like thought she had died, but she was just in such a deep sleep that she was like dead weight. Oh goodness. Yeah. So I was like, oh, she really does feel like that. But it was so weird. She weighed like I think like five or six pounds. And as soon as the doctor was like, she's gone, or not even then, as soon as they gave me that anesthesia, she or gave her the anesthesia. She didn't feel like she weighed anything anymore. My it was goodness. weird. But they but don't then, check the heartbeat till after the second injection, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it wonder was just if, so weird. if like, it's ever just, happened to where the anesthesia was all they needed because they were just so tired, you know, like so ready. Yeah, I'm wondering. Well, also, and then I had to give her a sedative before we went because mm. that's usually what I did. And I had to ask them if that's what we were going to do and – yeah. They said, yeah, it was probably better so she could be, like, chill. She wouldn't be, like, <gasps> What did she out. get to eat um, before? Oh, did she get to God. eat anything special? I gave, her, <laughs> I gave her three treats, uh, and she almost choked on the third one. Oh. And then I was like, oh, my God, she would go before everything with on, choking on a treat. <laughs> Mm-mm. And then I gave her peanut butter, but she was thinking it was like a whole item, like a whole little thing. Mm-hmm. So she was trying to eat the spoon. <laughs> she was like biting the spoon and I was like, no, baby, you lick it. Nope, she didn't get it. So she was like Aww. taking huge chunks of peanut butter. <laughs> and then she was like looking, like licking for like 20 years after it was. I was like, oh my god, dude. 
But um, <laughs> yeah, and I gave her like table food and stuff. But um, and then we went outside, and she was just being sassy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she was. She had a good last couple of days, even though she didn't know what was going on. <laughs> right. Well, that's good to hear. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then, um, nope, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Well, Sassy, you will always be remembered and thought of. <clears throat> yes, she will. Maybe Honey and Bella are up there sniffing <gasps> her. Like, why do They're you smell like, familiar? Uh, well this is technically the i guess yeah the last episode before halloween so that's why we are introducing it as the halloween special um i changed my topic it was originally going to be uh supernatural incidents having to do with pets whether they recognize when your house is haunted or whether they cross over and come back to visit but we will save that for november because um Man, boy, oh boy, Uh, I went to my archives in my little peanut brain and made some connections. Uh, As I have mentioned before, I grew up a huge fan of the series Scariest Places on Earth, however sensationalized or fabricated it was. And through the years, I have taken topics from episodes and used them for projects in school since I've always been a spooky girl. And now I'm using them for this podcast. So my question for myself for moments like these is what scares me and it's two things that show and of course we all know it haunts my nightmares school oh no (laughs) so i combined those forces and here we are welcome to our haunted ohio university episode oh shit (laughs) um I'll go ahead and tell you the, if you guys want to check out, it's only the first, I think, 15 or so minutes of the episode, but it's the first episode of the first season of Scariest Places on Earth, and you can find that on YouTube. Somebody, some lovely person put together a playlist of every episode ever, so that's fun. Um, But in that very first introduction, uh, we get to hear about the university and the spooky things that happen there. So I used some of that, and then I have some websites that I'll mention later. But, um, oh, goodness. So according to the Encyclopedia Britannica, Athens, Ohio is the city seat of Athens County as of 1805 and sits on the southeastern region of the state. It was founded in 1800 by territorial legislature as the set of American Western University, later renamed Ohio University in 1804. This university was actually the first coeducational institution of higher education in the Northwest Territory. It was founded in 1804, and students were taught five years after it opened, with women not joining the university until 1869. Boo. Lame. (laughs) There are branches in Chillicothe, Ironton, Lancaster, St. Clairsville, and Zanesville. The institution offers colleges of arts and sciences, business, engineering, and technology, education, osteopathic medicine, health and human services, fine arts, and communication. So the university is known to be haunted, but before we get to that, the town itself is rich with supernatural history 
Known as the Ridges, this facility was the Athens Lunatic Asylum and now serves many purposes for the university, including housing the Ohio University Police Department and the Kennedy Museum of Art. But uh, while it was an asylum, it housed thousands from its opening in 1874 till its closing in 1993. Former patients are said to walk the halls and staff still roam the halls as well. The asylum had a guy they called Dr. Lobotomy uh, because he was known for them and he did them all the time. And I wonder if he haunts the the place as well. Ooh. As we know, uh, lobotomies were performed using an ice pick and slamming it into the upper eye socket and into the frontal lobe of the brain, scrambling it and leaving the patient with severed connections in the prefrontal cortex. I just Violent saw, or- <clears throat> yes, go I on. just saw a little sign for like, I guess your house, but mm. it said, uh, live, laugh, lobotomy. Perfect. <laughs> Psychotic. That's awesome. Violent or abusive treatments left many tortured souls behind, it seems. And we can apply what we've learned with the other asylum that I covered. I believe it was, I think, Waverly Hills. Mm. Where, because it was like the 1800s and the 1900s, they would throw so many different kinds of patients in this facility uh, for as little as like masturbating. If you were caught masturbating, somebody might think you're like, yeah, I know. Horrible, horrible. So uh, the homeless and, you know, young people were thrown all together. And I'm not sure uh, as much of the history part of that. So, but I'm sure it applies the same way as it did in Waverly Hills. So Um, The Ridges is now owned by the university, and it is near it, and many believe the patients jump to the university often. Some say they want you to know they are still there. Not only are there the remains of shackles on walls, dark stains, but also the patients buried on the grounds and their unnamed plots remain. Some... Some were fortunate enough to have identities on the tombs. However, many are simply the patient number that belonged to the deceased. And at one point, graves on the asylum's grounds formed a circle said to be for witches to gather. What? (laughs) Do you hate that idea? Um, I just don't understand why. (laughs) I don't know. They were bored, maybe. Um, On December 1st, 1978... Um, On December 1st, 1978, a patient named Margaret Schilling went missing from her ward. The staff looked everywhere for her for days and then weeks. She ended up in a room on the fourth floor of the East Wing. On January 12th, 1979, Margaret was found. Tom O'Grady, Director of Development and Outreach at the Southeast Ohio History Center, describes this of the bizarre discovery. They located Margaret. Apparently, she had removed all of her clothing folded it up all very nice and neatly and put it on the windowsill. She laid down on a concrete floor in front of this large bay window and then at some point folded her arms over her chest and eventually curled up and passed away. Okay. Yep. And people can see her looking out that window often. Um, In episode one of season one, as I mentioned, of Scariest Places on Earth, titled Satan's Dormitory, the tour guide actually tells the story in the room where Margaret perished. And the eeriest part of all of this was this. On the floor where she was found now remains a strange stain in the shape of her silhouette. 
Mm-hmm. And they showed it and it's like so creepy. I'm going to try to find a really good picture, but if not, I'll have to just post the clip of that episode. Expanding on this, a student who touched the stain in 1981 claims the woman followed her back to her dorm. One night while sleeping, she suddenly opened her eyes to see a woman staring right at her. We. Oui. And for a few days after that, nobody heard from the student. Four or five days passed, and someone goes on um, goes in to check on her. She had committed suicide. <sighs> she was on the fourth floor as well. This room is now the most haunted room on campus. The tour guide on the episode takes a group into this dorm room in Wilson Hall, and they described the creepy feelings that they felt as they climbed the stairs and walked into the hallway where there's a lot of activity on the fourth floor. On the door of the dorm, he shows them a demon face in the wood markings. That's terrifying. It's very, it just like fits so well with like the atmosphere of the show. Uh, but I will go ahead and and ruin it now by saying that a lot of this is embellished and like not fact. And the the town of Athens actually got upset after this aired. And I didn't find those articles until right before we started but pretty much the town of Athens and like a bunch of people from the university were like upset at how they portrayed them mm. I don't know they were like I can't they were like there's a stigma already as it is and this and that so I mean I understand why they're upset but it was all in in good fun hopefully you know I don't mean any disrespect and the whole suicide thing if it is a lie that's crossing the line but it was said in the episode and it is online so this urban legend, I guess I'll have to call it, it, lives on. So this girl who touched the stain had the ghost follow her and some evil goings on apparently happened, causing her to end her life or perhaps for something to end her life. <clears throat> so um, Okay, so yeah, check out the intro segment of this episode on YouTube. He tells them about a girl who was into the occult practices and students reported hearing chanting coming from her room. They believed it was dark magic. Students witnessed books falling, uh, doors slamming, and guttural growling coming from behind her dorm door. After the most spiritually active night, she wasn't heard from for days, and that's when the RA went in and not only found her body, but also there were markings and blood on the walls. The urban legend is that no matter how many coats of paint they used, the markings would show through. Eventually, the students would, wouldn't live in there because it was paranormally active, and the university chose to remove the wall and use it for maintenance. So that whole room is no longer a dorm. It's just like a maintenance area with like boilers and like... I don't know, fans and stuff. Uh, the students touring are seen reacting to noises and banging sounds as they walk through it. Is something evil attached to this room? Why did this happen after she touched the stain? Could whatever that got Margaret have attached itself to whoever touched the stain? Those are my questions. <laughs> Moving further from university's history, we have the cemetery. Sims Cemetery, named after former Judge John Sims, who passed in 1861, is near the university and the cemetery itself is said to move it becomes difficult to locate this set of plots Isn't that weird what? yeah people report that they can't find the sims cemetery sometimes and the creepiest thing about this it's probably because it was renamed but y'all i looked up sims cemetery and it wasn't even showing up on the map but it shows up on like websites that 
are dedicated to like what cemeteries are where, but it doesn't show up like when I Google it. So it's probably just been renamed. But according to people that go walking, looking for the cemetery, they sometimes can't find it. It's weird. That's creepy. Isn't that weird? I don't know why that just freaked me out. But um, yeah, uh, moving on to Hanning or Haining Cemetery, another haunted set of plots. A resident of Shively Hall of Ohio University had a strong attraction to the cemetery for some strange reason. It was assumed that she was a former witch, which caused the cemetery to call to her. This was during the 1970s. Reports say that she was actively practicing at the Hanning Cemetery, and the land called to her after she stopped practicing there. She was having things happen in her dorm and then felt like she was being pulled towards the northeast, where the the cemetery was located. Um, The craziest part is the weird way the university ties to the town's haunts. Once again, uh, this was featured on Scariest Places on Earth. Uh, There are five cemeteries surrounding Ohio University. And when you connect the dots of each location, this forms a pentagram when drawn on the map. That is really creepy. It really is. The center of the star falls over the university. And uh, there's this thing called the spook file that they mention. And it holds unexplained events reported by residents of the town. And Doug McCabe was the curator for the archives during the filming of this episode. So he kind of brings up the the mapping and like the the historical facts or whatever. And uh, the ridges and other branches and buildings related to the school are all connected. So it's just very weird. And, uh, but at the very heart of the center lies Wilson Hall. And to top it all off, this is where apparently Native American burial grounds lie. And this area of land on campus is called the West Green, where the ancient burial ground is still remaining. Mm -hmm. So they say, I mean, it's so, like, it goes, like, so well. Like, I'm scared, you know, but who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't that's... know. Yeah, just the idea of that. It's like a whole horror movie in that one town. Uh, so does this is- explain the apparition scene and objects being thrown or pushed? Jeremy Fellows, once a resident of that dorm, claims that he set alarms to wake up in the morning, but they never stayed set. So that's, like, a less creepy like haunting, but hey, if I was trying to have my eternal rest, I would cancel those alarms too. I hate when Hunter snoozes his over and over. <laughs> They're not trying to hear all that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> another building located on the West Green is the Convocation Center. Its dormitories are claimed to be extremely haunted as well. Darkness fell over the Convocation Center when a female student RA there was murdered by her boyfriend. She is said to still roam the building, checking on the students. Another student who resided here passed away in their sleep and is said to embrace students sleeping in the building at night. Oh, absolutely not. (laughs) Maybe it it was those, uh, it's the students tied to the Japanese urban legend and they didn't follow the the sleep in the middle (laughs) rule. That's a callback. (laughs) Jefferson Hall of the university is also very haunted. A former resident of Jefferson Hall Izzy Gibbs, a sophomore studying communication studies, reported experiencing unexplainable things. We were sleeping with all the windows open, and then I woke up, Gibbs said. All of the curtains were floating in the rooms. It was very eerie and ominous with the lighting. Then the door just kept opening and slamming, opening and slamming. I couldn't move. The theme of strange occurrences can also be found in other university-affiliated properties. The Ohio University Inn is said to be haunted by a couple of ghosts. 
In the late 1980s, a man died of a heart attack in one of the rooms on the property while staying with his family. Every year around the anniversary of his death, there is an uptick in paranormal activity. Gabby Beeler, a sophomore studying communication studies, has worked on and off at the Ohio University Inn for four years. She has experienced a large amount of paranormal activity, especially around the anniversary of the man's death. I was working and it was about 1130 at night. I get a call, Beeler said. I know there's nobody in the room, but I wanted to make sure. I pick up the phone and I can hear heavy breathing. It goes on for about 30 seconds and it hangs up. Beeler's story gets even stranger, however, as soon she sees the same room that called her at the front desk was now calling 911. She attempted to call the room back, but got no answer. Turns out the room called 911 seven times, Beeler said. That's how many calls the family made when they discovered the dad in the hotel room. (sighs) A common and very specific paranormal occurrence reported in Jefferson Hall is the sound of marbles rolling around on the floor above where you're standing. Hundreds dropping and rolling right above your head. What? That's creepy. This apparently is reported to happen in Bush Hall as well, along with sink faucets being turned on and off and lights flickering. On the east green lies Washington Hall. These dorms are haunted by an entire basketball team. A girls' high school basketball team stopped. Yep. I mean, urban legend, but yes. A girls' high school basketball team stopped at the university for a visit before dying in a tragic bus accident. They mostly stay in the hallway over the arch that connects to Reed Hall, um, and students can hear feet running and bouncing basketballs in the distance. Interesting. An alternate telling of this is that a men's basketball team haunts the attic where there used to be a rec room. Okay. (laughs) Um, And I wanted to read from two blogs that are keeping these creepy legends alive. And um, so let me go to, where is it? Is it this one? Ohio lore. So according to the Ghosts of Ohio, a paranormal research and investigation page, ghostsofohio.org, saying of Sims Cemetery, uh, Athens, Ohio has long been known as a haven for the supernatural. There appears to be stories of ghosts and hauntings surrounding literally every corner of the city. This may have something to do with the cemetery pentagram. The legend of the cemetery pentagram involves five cemeteries that circle the city of Athens, Hanning, Hunter, Matheny, Peach, sorry, Matheny reminded me of Mean Girls when he's talking about how his sister named her sin Aphrodite. It's kind of like my sister naming my nephew Aphrodite. Amph- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Sorry, guys. That took the spooky right out of that. But <clears throat> so Athens, Hanning, Hunter, Matheny, Peach Ridge, and Sims. According to many sources, when one connects these five cemeteries on a map, they form the shape of a pentagram, a symbol believed to have supernatural powers. And sitting at the top 
point of this pentagram is Sims Cemetery, considered by some to be one of the most haunted cemeteries in the United States. Sims Cemetery is believed to have been named after John Sims, who is buried here with his family. Historians have stated that Sims was also the local hangman. Indeed, some stories go as far to say that Sims' hanging tree resides on the grounds of this cemetery, the marks from the rope still visible on its branches. There have been numerous sightings of spirits, supposed victims, supposed victims of Sims, hangman's noose, seen wandering around this tree. Some even report hearing the sounds of a noose tightening and seeing ghostly figures hanging from the tree. And then there are those who claim to have seen the ghost of John Sims himself. He is often sighted wandering the cemetery wearing long hooded shroud and has been known to chase anyone he finds in the cemetery after dark. Oh my God. That is fucking scary. And that just reminded me, I uh, finally fucking watched Barbarian last night. <laughs> Ooh. Oh God. Yep. Love Caught you off guard, me. didn't it? <laughs> yeah oh lord <laughs> that was a really good one that's creepy um a final story that centers on sim cemetery involves a witch named mary roberts who allegedly is buried near the sims family plot it is said that this was done so the witch could curse sims for his sins however the ghost of ohio has yet to turn up any evidence of mary roberts having been accused of being a witch we have also been unable to find any connection between Sims and Roberts. As of this writing, it would appear that at least the Mary Roberts portion of the Sims legend may have been fabricated, but the area is still currently under investigation. So check back and see if we manage to turn up anything new. Very okay. cool. I like people that keep up with little things like that. It's cute. Um, let's see. Where's the other one? Uh... <clears throat> Oh, okay, so the Ohio Exploration Society has another one, and it's on ohioexploration.com, and it's titled Athens County Hauntings and Legends. So it pretty much summarizes uh, every location, and I like how it broke it down, and I wanted to make sure I didn't want to miss anything, so I'm going to go ahead and just read straight from the source itself. Um, Hanning Cemetery often misspelled as Hanning, oh, so it is Hanning with one N, uh, is one of the cemeteries that allegedly form a pentagram when drawing a line between them. Legend says that the spirit of David Tishman, an Ohio University student killed in a car accident in 1970, was contacted during a seance at the cemetery. However, there is no recorded connection between Tishman and the cemetery. So there we go. Hope Drive Apartments. Witnesses have seen a clown-like person running into the wooded area and have heard a circus siren. Residents have been locked out of their apartments and have heard mysterious tapping sounds that seem to communicate with them. We oui. A clown? Was this in 2016? Mount Nebo. Speaking of, <laughs> I also watched Terrifier 2. This is... Ooh, That's good. That was it a good was one. Huh? very fucking graphic i know when just when you think he can't cross any more lines you're like what the fuck yeah the <laughs> way that it went though was just i don't i know weird. i get it because i don't know they're trying to add more fantasy to it i guess to make yeah. it keep going and i but, was um, like what is this but it wasn't ooh. terrible it was just not expected did you watch the the ending after the ending uh where he, he comes back doesn't he no no i didn't <gasps> okay i don't think to, i did. have to watch it no it has to do with the um, the woman who mauled that other lady 
damn it i don't think i did watch it shit i'll let you look it up i don't want to ruin it but uh yeah anyways terrifier 2 everybody um not for the faint of heart and please don't eat while you watch it unless you think you can handle it (laughs) that was funny because we went and we (laughs) we (laughs) so many mean girls references and you know what is so funny about that is i was avoiding it because at the beginning i wanted to be like hey 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 how are my best girlfriends What's the 411? What's the hot goss? <laughs> Mom, can you go fix your hair? Oh, you girls keep me so young. Mom? <laughs> the chihuahua chewing on her nip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Emmy Polar. She is she is so amazing. Um yeah. <clears throat> which reminds me, did you watch uh Broad City ever? Yes. Mm-hmm. goodness goodness me it was good. um it's so good uh okay <clears throat> so mount nebo the coons family once lived in this area and were said to be able to communicate with the dead many strange things occurred in their home and many townspeople accused them of being satanists 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 <laughs> i've heard it both ways i've heard it both ways to be fair satanists Satanists. I've heard. See, I've had people correct me when I said that. So, are you serious right now? Let this what be the known. Fuck is Satanists. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay. <clears throat> Townspeople accused them of being Satanists. I'm gonna fucking say. <laughs> Today said that Mount Nebo is still plagued by paranormal activity left over from the Coons days of talking to the dead. Ooh, we were just talking about necromancy last week. We sure were. Um, Ohio University, the site of multiple hauntings. Duh, we already went over that. Sims, yes, we went over that. Stroud's Run, a ghostly buffalo has been seen drinking from the stream at at Stroud's Run. Francis, quit walking around. He's chasing a fly. A ghostly buffalo. Um, The buffalo, later named Stroud, was the last wild buffalo in the area. A law was passed that stated no one could kill Stroud, but some members of either the British or French army killed the buffalo anyway. That is so mean. (sighs) That really is. Mm. I don't... um... I know. I know. I know. Ugh. Locals murdered those responsible while they were sleeping at their camp. Oh, okay. One local took the buffalo's skull, hid the army's money in it, and buried it nearby. The skull nor the buried treasure have ever been found. Ooh, interesting. A treasure hunt. Yeah, for real. Um, The Ridges. uh, Let's see if I missed anything there. Formerly the Athens Lunatic Asylum, the Ridges closed as a state mental institution in 1993. It is said to be haunted by many of the former patients and some staff. A ghost named Mary is said to walk the halls late at night, as do many other former patients. Witnesses have reported seeing darting shadows and seeing people standing behind them in mirrors only to turn and see no one there. No... One story in particular is very chilling, and it's the story of Margaret Schilling, who went missing and then was found in January of 1979. Um, A maintenance worker was moving some boxes and found her body in ward number 20. The ward had been used for patients with infectious diseases and had not been used for years, so no one thought to look there. By the time they found Margaret, she had been dead for weeks. Goodness, he's chasing that fly. He's getting mad. Francis, can you wait? Mm-hmm. He's like, nope, I gotta get it now. 
So uh, by the time they found Margaret, she had been dead for weeks. She had removed her clothing, stacked them all neatly. And when her body was removed, a stain outlining the places her body touched the floor was left behind. The stain was believed to have been created by sunlight shining in through the windows, causing a chemical reaction between the body and the concrete during decomposition. No amount of scrubbing was able to remove the stain, and it remains etched into the concrete floor to this day. Um, West State Street Cemetery. This entire cemetery is believed to be haunted by many of the souls whose bodies are buried there. A large angel statue near the entrance of the cemetery is said to move and frequently sheds tears. Oh, oh my God. That shit would get me. Mm-hmm. Gets me every time. The angel was placed in remembrance of the unknown soldiers buried in the cemetery. U.S. Route 50. See, now is it route or route? Because now I'm I all say over the place. Root, but that's I that I've heard say been said like multiple different ways. Snap. Route 50. Three eyewitnesses observed an enormous UFO while traveling in their van along US Route 50 just outside of Athens in 1983. The three claimed to have been energized for hours after the sighting. Mm. I just realized. Shit, this has nothing to do with it. I'm so sorry. I say it both ways. Route. I say route <laughs> in like specific when I'm talking about different things, and then I say route. At, like when I go to Sonic, I'm like, can I get a Route 44? But when I'm talking about uh, I need to go a certain take? route, I say route. Maybe it does depend on its use, and that determines the pronunciation. Good point. Interesting. Because, yeah, I also uh, alternate between the two now that you mention it. Hmm. Well, Satanists, Ohio University. So that was all Athens haunts. And specifically, un- the university is broken up really nicely here. So we're going to start with the Alpha Om- Omicron. Wait, this is, is that the Omicron coronavirus? Just kidding. Oh, Alpha Omicron Pi House. Once the Zeta Tau Delta House and later the Sigma New House, it was once a stop on the Underground Railroad when it was used as a private residence. That's crazy. During that time, some townspeople discovered the home was a stop on the railroad and stormed the house, killing the one slave they found hiding there. The slave's name was Nicodemus. He is now said to haunt the house frequently. There was an uptick in activity for some reason between 1972 and 1973. Ugh. Nicodemus, like from uh, the Rats of Nim. I've Secret never of seen Nim. that. I've never seen it. Such a good one. Ooh. The Brown House. Donald? Donald. My goodness, my eyes are crossing. I took two sips of this beer that I didn't finish yesterday. Maybe that's why. <laughs> Booze and bruise. <clears throat> oh my god <laughs> donated to ohio university by longtime resident millie brown she enjoyed watching the town's children play outside her window in life in death her ghost can sometimes be seen peering out the window watching passerby ghostly sounds of her pool can sometimes be heard of as well heard as well even though the pool is no longer there now that is spooky mm-hmm. um Bush Hall, the spirit that haunts this all-girl dormitory, turns water faucets on and off and likes to mess around with the lights. The marble sounds, as described in Jefferson Hall, haunting below, also plague Bush Hall, along with the sound of dripping water. The College Green. The buildings on the West Green are said to be haunted because they were built on top of Native American burial ground. The river that once ran through the area can sometimes be heard, and the chant of 
Native Americans can be heard occasionally. The West Green is also said to be haunted by a headless buffalo named Strode. <gasps> Crazy, what a connection. Strode was killed and beheaded. His skull was used to hide a treasure. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, they, they do say that water carries energy, so it's not surprising that yeah, it I flowed through there. It's like a big connector there. Uh, so the Convocation Center, more commonly referred to as the Convo, is a building home to OU's basketball team and is used uh, as a dormitory. And it's haunted by the RA that was killed by her boyfriend. I mentioned that. And another ghost who died while sleeping who embraces other students who are sleeping. Very spooky. But the ghost of another room likes to throw things out of the closet and opens and closes the closet door frequently. No, thank you. Yeah, that, nope. Mm -mm, I couldn't, mm -mm -mm. couldn't do that. Crawford Hall. Crawford Hall is said to be haunted by the spirit of a student named Laura who fell to her death from a fourth-story window in the 1990s during Easter. Soon after her death, lights began to flicker and doors would slam and open. This was especially true on the first floor. N.R.A. was awakened one night by the shadowy image of a girl at his door. She said, I'm sorry, I've awoken you, then closed the door. When R.A. went out into the hall, no one was there. He later learned that outside his room was the spot where Laura had hit the sidewalk. <gasps> Students have also reported having trouble playing the Bob Marley tune Laura in the building. Weird. Mm -hmm. um, Cutler Hall. The sole ghost of this hall is in use since 1816, resides in the bell tower. Not many other reports come from this building, which is surprising given its age. Hmm. Delta Tau Delta House. Strange poltergeist activity was rumored to plague the house when some of the fraternity brothers stole a tombstone from Sims Cemetery and kept it there as a souvenir. Once the tombstone was returned to the cemetery, the activity ceased. What the heck? Interesting. Hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Jefferson Hall. While students were exploring the attic... In 1996, they discovered a woman in 1950s-style clothing sitting at the desk in an unused room. They tried to talk to her but realized she was transparent and floating above the ground. The students took off only to return a few minutes later with the RA to find the door locked and no one inside. Many strange things began to occur after this sighting. Toilets flush by themselves, lights turn on and off, and the sound of hundreds of marbles hitting the floor above you can be heard. One oh. witness saw the toilet paper roll unroll itself in the stall next to her only to then unroll by itself into her stall. No. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. It, and then the one in her stall unrolled. So, like, somebody was going through and oh. playing oh, with all the God. toilet papers. <gasps> what if you heard, like, the one at the very end, like the stall at the very end, you heard that toilet paper unroll and then the one next to that one unrolled and then you just kept hearing it get closer? Yeah, ah. no. I would have already – I freak out when I hear at work uh, – the toilets go and like I don't ever I don't see like anyone's oh the toilets flush and I don't see mm. anyone's like feet in there and I'm like oh mm. yeah see uh uh it's just moaning Myrtle mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> um <clears throat> so then there's Shively Hall where a female resident of the hall was said to have a strong attraction to Haining Cemetery back in the 1970s she uh, was assumed to be a former witch being called back to her roots at the cemetery where occult activity would often take place Washington Hall this hall is said to be haunted by an entire basketball team of ghosts it is said that after a high school girls basketball team visited the university they were all killed in a bus accident they seemed to enjoy their time at OU so much that they decided to take up residence in the hall after their death 
And then, of course, Wilson Hall, which is the most haunted area that we discussed already. The building is at the center of the supposed pentagram that is formed by connecting five cemeteries in the region and is said to be one of the most haunted buildings on campus. Located on the West Green, not only is it believed to have been built on top of uh, Native American burial grounds, but it is also built atop an old cemetery. Most of the paranormal activity here is centered around the fourth floor, where students have reported seeing apparitions, hearing voices, mysterious slamming doors, flying objects. There are other reports throughout the building of cold spots and banging noises. Reports also say that the face of a demon sometimes shows up in the wood grain of a dorm room door where a girl believed to be possessed killed herself. That is what I was looking for. I was looking to see if anywhere else mentioned the door, but I mean, they could have seen the episode just like I did Mm because that aired in like 2000 or something forever ago. (laughs) Um. So yeah, Fox Network, they like were talking about it on their Athens newspaper that they were upset of how they portrayed them. But I mean, it's all in, in fun, good fun, hopefully. Uh, and then the addresses of the cemetery we discussed, uh, I'll list them so y'all can see for yourself uh, with the photo of the pentagram drawn. I will post all of that to the Instagram. Um, and although the layering and embellishing is a little bit of a bummer when you find out about it, uh, It's for fun and hopefully no intention to disrespect the dead. As I wrap up, some of this episode's information was hearsay and some was historical fact. But yeah, it was just supposed to be fun. So hopefully nobody gets upset and hopefully everybody enjoyed it. I certainly did. Because I mean, you know, to fabricate all of this into this kind of lore is, it takes a little bit of effort and it's also like it wraps it up into a nice little spooky story. Yeah. Oy, what else do I have? Did I miss anything? I don't think so. Um, uh, yeah, I think that's it. Very hmm. nice. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> I looked up the guy who gave the tour in that episode at the beginning, and he went on to like get other degrees at like Pennsylvania and. He went to other universities. I thought that was cool. And he's a linguist for Spanish languages of like Yucatan and Mexico and stuff. So Mm -hmm. I was like, that's cool. Oh, oh, since we were talking about Mean Girls, I'll sideline it with Freaky Friday. The girl who's the mean girl, she's Latina. And I didn't know that. Yeah. The girl who's the mean girl in Freaky Friday. She's also in uh, Cinderella Story as the same mean girl. The blonde, blonde. Let me look her up. Hold on. Cast and she's the same one. And what was the second movie you said? Cinderella Story. Oh, the one with the scar on her forehead. Is it her forehead? Yes. I think. Yes. Yes. She I think is? Right. Julie Gonzalo what? is Argentinian. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait a minute. She's. Oops. Julie uh, Gonzalo. That took me by surprise hearing that. Oh, and also uh, Rory, Alexis B- Bedell. Oh, my God. I was totally just talking about that with Emmett earlier. You must have saw that TikTok. You, oh, you do follow that lady who does uh, Mexican scary stories. And lately she's been covering actresses and, like, celebrities that we didn't know were Hispanic yes. for Hispanic history or whatever month. Yes. Uh, so I've been learning, and I was like, that's wild. Holy shit, she is Argentinian. What the fuck? Dang. 
But that's kind of that kind of makes me feel a little salty that just because she looks white, she can't represent or what? I couldn't. I didn't remember <laughs> her being in Freaky Friday. She's Stacy, right? Yes, she's me. Because I could just hear. Um, I'm so glad we're friends again. Yeah. <laughs> she's cheating on me. She's cheating on my test. <laughs> my God, so horrible. That was evil. But yeah, anyways, I just thought I'd let y'all in on that for Hispanic Heritage Month, even though I piggybacked off of uh, different creators' TikToks. But I, hey, I'm just spreading the word. There's more of us out there than people will even realize. Yeah, right? for real. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Um, in other news, Doja Cat is being weird, and I can't tell if she's trolling everyone or she is just outing the Illuminati for fun. What? I'm going to have to send you a TikTok and we shall discuss, but I'll leave it to our fans to look it up on their own because I, I have no idea. It was like it was like a deep uh, thing to like look into, a deep dive or whatever that uh, apparently to – she just turned 27 and she had like an Eyes Wide Shut themed party and like she had the freemasons thing on her cake and like a bunch of weird shit that oh maybe she's <laughs> maybe she's like just really hardcore trolling everybody or who knows but she's they say that shit. they made her shaved her head and they made her like do all kinds of stuff what as part of like the humiliation part or whatever to join it was crazy who knows then um i i don't know if everybody is familiar with the monster energy like thing that people were complaining about that it was like de the devil worshiping sign or whatever on it. There was a uh, a woman that came out with a video saying that monster energy was evil and like she's like drew out all yes. these symbols that are on the can. Okay, yeah. So that that. <laughs> that went viral and now there's like a thing about liquid death that's like saying no, it's bad. Don't even I know. I just tried it. Jeremy. I will. I will. Because it was weird. And I was like, how have I not heard of this? But it pretty much connected to the idea that when you talk to plants rudely, they die. And then when you talk to water, it like crystallizes in a really ugly way, which can like give you the negativity that you put into the water. So they're saying like that that is a way to spread like hate or like evil is by us drinking the water that they like put a bunch of negativity into somehow i don't know i hope to send you the tiktok but what? i'm yeah. telling y'all these like situations never end i know everybody's like well you know those icebergs and all this like conspiracy theory stuff is kind of burning out or it's over but no a new one always comes up yeah <laughs> <laughs> some the of them fuck? more wild than the but yeah somebody commented about the monster can on that and i was like that is the exact parallel of what of what they were saying about monster yeah. energy uh, i don't know now i'm wondering if i'm even a real conspiracy theorist because i'm like no that seems a little bit crazy but then <laughs> there's the science behind it and then i am i crazy because i'm like well if you talk to plants bad they're gonna die you talk to water bad, it crystallizes in a weird way. And when you talk to water beautifully, apparently it turns into like a crystallizes into like a beautiful snowflake. So very weird. People are going like to think I'm insane. People are they're literally like logging off. But <laughs> there's apparently studies. So I don't know. It's Halloween. Why not talk about something creepy? Um, so I watched creepy. The Exorcist today. Oh, shit. It is pretty messed up. I get sad every time the father dies. The handsome oh, one. Oh, yeah. 
Anyways, I don't know. I've just been trying to watch a lot of horror movies before Halloween's over. It always yes. goes so fast. Excuse me. And my beans have been boiling, so hopefully I did not overcook them. I wonder if I can hear it in the recording. Hopefully it sounds like a boiling cauldron. They're just frijoles. Um, all right, guys. So that was our little Halloween episode. And I hope I did not rustle any feathers with the fabrication in some of these stories. But uh, it's all in good fun, as I mentioned many times. And we do love scary urban legends over here. So... So make sure you leave us a review on whatever platform you listen to our podcast on and tell your family and friends to follow us and listen to our episodes. Make sure you join us next week for more spooky things. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. So did we give you the creeps?